Hi everyone, and today we're going to be talking to the Financial Architect for Canadians. We're going to find out a little bit more about Olin Godfroy and find out what makes her tick, where she comes from, and how she can help you with your finances. You're listening to the Financial Architect for Canadians. So, Olin, tell me, how did you get into the business of financial planning? Okay. Good question. Uh, so I had gone to a uh, trade show back, um, uh, would have been when I was in university, and I met an advisor who was at uh, Clerica. So he did my first mortgage, I bought some life insurance, I set up my investments. And when I went in for a meeting uh, the one time, I was getting towards the end of my university career. And the more I talked to him, I started asking questions and I thought, this seemed like a neat job. I, when I went to start university, I wanted to become a chartered accountant. And then I was in my third year university and it just didn't seem like I realized it wasn't what I wanted to do. So what I like is that I have the background of majoring in finance and accounting that is applicable to my current job and what I do now. Um, but it was uh, that advisor that I had. Uh, so he ended up having me uh, speak to the branch manager. So it was August of 2003. Not sure uh, you might remember. Remember that big blackout and we had no power for like an entire weekend. So I wrote my last university exam. It was like a capstone uh, for all of my Bachelor of Commerce degree. I wrote my LLQP life license qualification program exam. I seriously could not form an intelligent sentence to save my life. I had so much on my brain because... I had written my last four university exams and then this was so much volume of information. Um, and then I had given notice at my previous job and then there was this blackout. So I had to wait longer to find out if I pass. Like, oh my God, you want to be stressful. <laughs> so anyway, long story short, I passed um, and I started working at Clerica, which is now Sun Life. And it was a great place to learn and grow. And I was there for about three and a half years. But then I decided after three and a half years that uh, working independently was a little bit better fit. So now I have over 20 companies across Canada that I can choose for insurance and investment products for my clients. Awesome. So tell me, what do you love about your job? I love just different perspective. Like no two meetings are the same. No two clients are the same. So it's just, I'm always like, you know, I love when you ask me these questions because I don't actually know what Glenn is going to ask me ahead of time. I'm in the hot seat, but I'm always in the hot seat because people throw questions at me all the time and I... I love it. And um, what people don't know is uh, Glenn's wife is here also. You can't see her, but she's taping us. And she's like, you're really good at this. Are you on the debate <laughs> team? It's like, no, I feel like I get I get fired questions all the time from people. So I love just, uh, I don't know. You like being in the hot seat. I like seat. being in the hot seat a That's little cool. bit. Yeah. And you know what? Like sometimes I finish an appointment with people. And I'm like, whoa. Sometimes people tell me more information than I ever <laughs> thought in a million years I would you know, they would tell me, but I think that just speaks to how much people trust me. You make them feel comfortable. Yeah. So I look at it as, you know, I don't care what's happened in the past. You know, you're could be in the negative of your, your bank account. You file for bankruptcy. You've been divorced three times. You lost your job. Whatever's happened in your past, it doesn't matter. It's, you know, what, is, what do you need to work on now? You know, do you need insurance? Do we need to get you saving for retirement? It's like, What's the, is it like Planet Fitness, like the no judgment zone or whatever? This oh, yeah. is like the no judgment zone. Like, just tell me what you got going on. I'm a professional. Let me know how I can help you. And then to me, I like that challenge of seeing, okay, how can I piece this together? How can I help this family or couple or individual? So I just like that every day is different. Every day is new. 
So I think that's the thing that I like the best about what I do. I think it really comes down to how how you make people feel comfortable and then they're really willing to open up to you. And I'm sure mm-hmm. that you've heard and seen a million things oh, and have, sure, yeah. have a ton of stories. Yeah. Uh, let me know, what do you think is the best story out of the nearly 20 years that you've been doing this? Oh man, there's so many. I don't know. I have... I have a client um, invited me to a retirement party and I got introduced to everybody as like, this is the, this is the reason I was able to retire is this lady. And I thought, well, that was very nice. Well, no, you worked hard your whole life and you saved. I was just appreciative that I was involved in the entire process. Uh, You know, I gave this um, couple of, a a lot of good advice, I think. And uh, so it was really cool that, you know, here this lady was um, retiring and she's like, I give all my credit to a Lynn. Like, well, you deserve most of the credit. I, I helped, but it was really cool. Like it was a neat feeling to celebrate this woman that had worked hard for a number of years and retired. And she just introduced me as like the person, I'm the reason she could retire, which it was cute. I mean, she was the reason that she could retire because she saved diligently. Right. And um, and she listened to the advice that you gave her. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's what happened. Yeah. So that's my, yeah. I mean, I have, a, you know, I have a number of those where clients have, you know, bought a new car as a result of money they've made on their investments, or they've, you know, done a renovation on their home and invited me over to come see the renovation because they're so excited about what they've done. So didn't somebody zoom around here and show you their new car? I do have a client. I've had a few. Um, (laughs) I had one. um, Yeah, it was just within the last couple of months came and uh, bought a new truck. And you know, his investments did well over the last year. And he took some growth from his investments and put a big chunk on a new vehicle and financed the rest because you know, we've talked in another podcast about financing, right? It made sense to finance some of it. So uh, yeah, it's a really it's a good feeling. I love that. So I, I find in, in the stories that you shared with me, and, and especially out of our personal experience with you, is you become more like kind of like an extended family, like best friend than than a professional um, financial advisor per se. And I think it's great because there's not many service industry professionals that are able to, I guess, go up to that level of a relationship with their clients. And, and I know when whenever we have like major financial decisions to discuss, or even when it comes to saving for our kids' uh, uh, education in the future, mm-hmm. you're the first person that we think of to call. Yeah. You know, so and, and I think that's great having having somebody with your knowledge and experience on call, literally on speed dial or on text or on Facebook Messenger, mm-hmm. where if we have a question in regards to anything, whether it be cutting taxes, you know, saving for our kids or like, you know, buying or making the next purchases or investments, it's like we can always call you and get that mm-hmm. advice. And I, I know that there's a lot of uh, ways that we can research our own uh, things and people say, you know, make sure you do your research and like there's tons of YouTube videos and books you can read. Sure there is, but like the question becomes, do you have time to do all of that? Do you want to do all that? Like. A lot of people are not really interested in financial matters, you know. So to me, I just appreciate the fact that I have a financial professional I can call when I have questions. Yes, I think that's great. That's what I do. (laughs) So on the flip side, tell me, what's one of the worst stories that you've ever encountered in the nearly 20 years that you've been doing this? I have done some ugly, ugly final tax returns for people that just they haven't had the proper planning or advice along the way. And their kids have just paid gobs of money unnecessarily to the government. Like that, those are the ones that are the worst. Um, probably the most recent one that just, oh, just like a gut punch every time I think of this family. Um, I have some clients, they referred, um, their friend passed away. They referred the kids to me to do mom's final tax return. And I don't think I'll ever forget these young people because, um, 
you know, their mom, she had some health issues, but she passed away somewhat unexpectedly. She died in October and uh, she worked for the city of Windsor. So she had a pension that she got paid until October and she had take, started taking Canada pension. Um, and then she had 200, just over $200,000 in RSPs. So what I had to unfortunately tell these kids that, you know, had to worry about, you know, packing up mom's stuff, selling mom's house, all that kind of stuff was, okay, you know, your mom made X amount of dollars throughout the year on her pension, adding Canada pension. Now we have to tack on this $200,000 because mom was divorced from the dad. So she was technically single. So the government deems you to have cashed in that money on the day that you died. So, you know, whatever she had made. 40 some thousand dollars from her pension. I can't remember. It was about maybe 8,000 or so she got from Canada pension so far that year. And then you add on the 200,000, she was in the highest marginal tax rate. These poor kids had to write a check for over a hundred thousand dollars to the CRA. And it just, they left the office crying. I'm crying. These kids are in their early thirties. They lost their mom and they had no idea that they had this horrendous tax bill. They're going to have to pay. And I've had a few of those. This one was more recent. And I just thought, man, you know, these young people that um, the daughter and son of the lady that passed away, um, the mom's really good friends. They've been clients of mine for years and years. And, you know, they said, oh, you should go talk to Elaine. You should go talk to Elaine. Anyway, long story short, she never did come see me. And I thought, man, when this lady retired at 60 and started taking her Canada pension, I really wish I would have met her because she would have already, I would have had a plan in place. I would have had her take out some of the RSPs. I would have figured out the optimal amount for her to take out. But I can guarantee you she wouldn't have had $200,000 that would have been tacked on because right. we would have taken money out of her RSPs over time, put it into a tax-free savings. So that was, uh, oh man, if I would have met this woman a few years sooner, I would have had a tax plan and the tax bill wouldn't have been so horrendous for these kids. So yeah, that's the, that's the most recent one that I think, ugh, that one's going to haunt me for a long time because I could have yeah. helped this woman so much. So it's very, very important to have an exit strategy from your RSPs, especially exactly. when it comes to taxes. Yes. And then uh, unfortunately, when everybody comes to an end, which we all do, yep. um, it's, it's great to have that plan in place so that. Yeah, you're not late. You're not smack with a over fifty percent tax yeah, bill. I I think I want to get like a banner to put in my office or a. It's you know financially financial planning would be easy if we knew when we were gonna die, right? <laughs> like if you think about it, if I knew that I was gonna yeah. live to be ninety two, then I know you know I've got 50, 51 years until it happens. I had to be strategic about it. But if I know okay, I'm only gonna live to be yeah. sixty two, then I'm gonna do things differently with my money. So so many things in life would be so much easier if we did know when we were going to die. Right? Yeah. <laughs> but that's what keeps life fun. You just never know. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, let me know what is your favorite movie and why. Okay, my all-time favorite movie is Dirty Dancing. I don't know why. I just I love it. I love the I love the old music Patrick Swayze. and I love Patrick Swayze. I could I don't I've probably seen that movie at least a hundred times, and that is not an exaggeration. Like that is my all-time favorite movie. I love it. Nobody puts baby in the corner. That's it. Right. That's right. <laughs> Tell me a little bit about the hometown where you grew up. Uh, so I was actually born in Calgary. Um, that's. You know, late 70s, early 80s, that's where the jobs were. So my mom and dad were both born in Windsor, but went to Calgary for jobs. So I was born in Calgary, um, but moved back to Windsor when I was about two years old. So I've been, uh, sorry, we moved back to Windsor for a bit. I think we lived in Mississauga for maybe a year or so, but I've spent the majority of my life in Windsor, Ontario. And, 
you know what? I love Windsor. You know, a lot of times Windsor gets a bad rap. Um, I love Windsor. I love, we have a beautiful waterfront. Um, there's just, there's so many beautiful trails. You can bike. I love taking my son to, we have so many nice new parks. Like just from the last yeah. couple of years, um, the city has put in a lot of really nice parks here. I like the proximity. You know, if you have to run some errands, you can get everything done in an hour or two. I couldn't imagine living in Toronto. I'm sorry if you're watching this and you live in Toronto. Uh, but I couldn't imagine trying to run errands or try to, like, you know, go a few miles and it take me an hour to do that. So I love just how close everything is. And Windsor's, you know, Windsor's a small enough town. I think most people are probably two degrees of separation, right? right? So I just, I don't know, I, I like our city. And now that we have... Hopefully with, you know, COVID things opening a bit more, like we can go to the Caesars Coliseum and watch uh, oh, concerts. God, like there's amazing. been some amazing, don't get me wrong. I love Pine or DTE, which I think they're actually changing back to Pine Knob. Yes, I love going there for like, you know, but it's like 45 minutes to yeah. an hour. The fact that I can park here and after a concert be home in 10 to 15 yeah. minutes, like it's amazing. So honestly, that blows me away. If you would have told me when I was a kid that, Billy Joel, Elton John, Celine Dion, Journey, you know, Hugh Lewis and the News were going to be playing Windsor. Yeah. I would have laughed in your face. Yeah. And here we are. All these years later, we actually have a Caesars, you know, casino here in Windsor. And all of these name brown stairs are actually coming here. Yeah. To Windsor, which is unheard of. It's which awesome. Which is crazy, but it's super cool. And if I go to one of those concerts, then we usually try and find a local, like, mom and pop kind of place to eat dinner at. I mean, don't get me wrong. Some more chains are nice, but, yeah, we love, you know, going to Mazar for Lebanese food downtown. Or there's so many amazing restaurants in Windsor. Um, I love that we have so many multicultural um, establishments in Windsor that you can check out. So we're always trying out new restaurants and I like that about Windsor as well too. Okay, so if there's one thing as we finish this up that you want your clients or potential clients to know about you, what's the one thing you'd like to say right now? Um, if you've thought about talking to a financial advisor but you're hesitant, you know, some people think, well, I don't have enough money or I don't have a need for an advisor, get in touch with me, you know, depending on what your situation is. I think I said earlier, like, this is no judgment zone. Send me an email, give me a phone call, send me a private message, whatever you'd like. And we can we can see if we're a good fit. So not only are you wanting to learn about me and seeing if I'm a good fit for you, I also want to figure out if I'm a good fit for you because I'm going to spend a lot of time putting together potentially a retirement plan, a tax plan, managing your, your money. So we want to make sure that it's a good you know, back to the dirty dancing. Like, are we are we a good fit? Are we a, a good? You are you know? good dance partners? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Good dance partners. So, um, but it doesn't cost anything. You know, the first first appointment's always on me. So if it's a you know a fifteen minute phone call or a Zoom call, if you're not in the Windsor area, uh, you know, don't be shy. Reach out to me, and we can see if we can work together. If it's a good fit, and if not, then at least you know, or I can potentially point you in the right direction to somebody that might be a better fit. Nice. So you can go to www.godfroyfinancial.com to book an appointment to speak with Elin. I want to thank you for joining us here at the Financial Architect for Canadians, where we're giving you the tools to build a solid foundation for your finances. Have a great day.